All right, confession time. I am a huge board game nerd. It's been my go-to hobby for the past few years. I've got about 50 of them at home, and I've even worked in a board game cafe. Tomasi Manioc is a nook and lives in Vouilleville, Quebec. It's the northernmost town in any province. So when I heard that he created a board game, I knew I just had to have him on the show. The game is called Nunami, and in English it translates to On the Land. In a hobby where most games have you pillage your opponents and extract resources, Tomasi decided to take a bit of a different approach. Tomasi, welcome to 360 North. Thank you for taking the time. Well, thank you very much. Uh, so I guess just to start off, can we get a summary of Nunami? Uh, it is a game consisting of three game pieces. Uh, you have the hexagon board that you can move around, and then you have the triangular cards, and then you have the game point pieces. Uh, the point of the game is to try to manage the land, which, which are the uh, game boards, better against the, the person you're playing with. Yeah, so uh, you can play either as uh, nature or as humans, is that right? You're correct. So the game at the moment uh, provides two possibilities. You can play as human or a force of nature. So you can imagine it as people trying to live within nature. But uh, in order to, to, to play, you cannot uh, have too, too many humans in the land or else you're going to starve. And the land, although in reality I think could be very well without us, <laughs> but in this game it needs humans for, for it to be maintained. For example, without humans there would be an overpopulation of caribou so they would die off. So we, we need each other in order to to survive, but who does the job better at maintaining the land? That is the, the question in the game. Oh yeah, okay, that's a, that's an interesting idea. Where uh, Where did you get inspiration for the game? Well, the inspiration of the game, I think, is from my perspective in our everyday life mm -hmm. here. Um, I think I was very fortunate to have been exposed to uh, different things. Um, our culture, traditional uh, beliefs, where we were equal to animals, for example. Um, so we have to treat it. We have to treat it well. And now as that, as a big fan of Star Trek, uh, I saw different races working together towards a common goal. To, in order to, to grow um, to the best of their capacity. So with that mind, that belief, um, although as much as I love our board games, we have all kinds, uh, but often they're about taking over their mind and everything will have, will have to be like me because they take over. So instead of having games that are like that, I wanted a game where... We have to win by working with others, mm -hmm. by coexisting. What are what are your, some of some of your favorite games? Um, just yesterday, I showed a friend uh, how to play Settlers of a Catan. Yeah, and I think at the moment it's a game that I keep going back to. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's funny because, uh, as you mentioned, in that game, you you do try and kind of collect as many resources as you can to convert them into goods and to kind of upgrade. So it's a bit of a different take, I guess. Yeah. Um, you touched upon this a little bit, of course, and, and that balance is really important. So how did you focus that balance through the design of the board game? I suppose it, it was a process, um, a process in which I find it a little hard to describe. In the beginning, what I wanted to do was uh, take my values and incorporate them into a game. I, ha I knew that there had to be 
uh, the aspect of not having total control while playing. So with that, I was fortunate enough to, to be in contact with a mathematician. He was a principal. Okay. And I got to work with him a little bit. I came up with a mathematical formula that wasn't perfect, but it captured what I wanted. That's where I got it. Okay. Can you talk a little bit about uh, your background? Like, is this the first game that you have put together that you've kind of created? I think you do some some graphic design as well. So how do those elements uh, bring to the design? Uh, you're right. I'm original graphic designer. Uh, I did make a few mobile applications. Okay. Uh, I think they're outdated. Uh, I made um, a, a game requiring dice. Well, I put illustration on dice, uh, 13 of them. And I created that to encourage our, our young people here, our students especially, to share stories. Uh, so each illustration has to be interpreted for, for something. So I've created a few things, but not board games. Um, I made some games, some concepts, and I, I, I played them out a little bit, but nothing really came out to the public. Oh, okay. What was different about this one that you felt that you wanted to bring it to the, the wider audience? Uh, very good question. So my background, again, I'll go back to that. I have been trying to encourage people in our region to speak more in Uh And I've been promoting our culture. So my, my target has been people up here. Um, so an example, another example is that I'm working on a cartoon, a TV show in Inuktitut. And again, my target are the people up north. But with this game, I decided, okay, if it has to be out, first of all, it needs funding mm -hmm. and I, I bet there, there'll be people who will be able to appreciate it because it, it's something that can be played by anyone who doesn't speak in it. So my target is not only people of the North anymore, it's everybody. So that's what's different about it. It's, it's made for everyone, but from my perspective. That makes sense. I think uh, the theme and that idea of balance is also um, relatable or at least applicable to uh, a really wide audience as well, right? If you, I mean, this is going a little bit off a tangent, but it, <laughs> if you're including like the idea of climate change and things like that, um, was that something that you had thought about as well in, in creating the game? Exactly. Um, my, my biggest source of inspiration have been people who are active, uh, the, the people talking about bees and climate change mm. and plastics and so yes, I know I know they're out there. I know there's a huge number of people who have the same mentality. So I had an idea that it would also uh, that Nunami would be in line with their view. How uh, how long have you been working on uh, Nunami? Well, I had told a friend years ago that I had a game in mind, but it just it was an incubation in my head. It just like uh, the polar bears, it hibernated. <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, about two years ago, I started putting it into into a solid form, just writing notes and whatnot. But last year, the game became an exit, uh, something that forced me to think of um, rules and whatnot. But I've been working on it a little bit since uh, since a while now. And I think I read the the first prototype at least. You used a three D and two D printer that you had at your disposal. Like, are those yours? Or are those? How did you? get the materials up to get the first prototype? And what were people's first reactions when you brought it to uh, to the community? Again, I've been fortunate enough to have resources here. Um, one of the things that I want our students to learn is to produce things uh, because resources are so limited here. Mm. 
uh, have been getting things for our students. So uh, we found funding to get a 3D printer. So I, I used that to make the prototype. Um, so with the 3D printer, we had an agreement. Anything we make has to be exposed to the students to inspire them. Okay. So the game was meant to inspire them as well. Um, and I forgot a part of your question. No, no, that's okay. I was saying uh, what were, uh, were, so I guess were the first people to test it out, were they the students? Oh, no, the, not necessarily. I, I just showed them. But uh, I did not play with them. Playing was at home with uh, friends and family. Okay. What were their first reactions when you uh, when you started playing? It, it went f- fairly smoothly, uh, surprisingly, and I was very happy that it just worked. And uh, we played a few games straight. Um, I wanted to take a bit of a a broader view, and you had mentioned this a little bit earlier as well. The idea of collecting resources almost as much as you can and exploiting be it a new planet or a different country or things like that. Why do you think, that's a big question, but why do you think the idea of colonization has been kind of that dominant narrative in board games so far? That's a big question. But so I I think there are two sources. I could be wrong, and I hope somebody corrects me so I learn. But uh, often... Uh, we do better when we have access to all kinds of resources mm. uh, economically, and we're happier because we, we can see new things and um, imagine being able for the first time to, to, to make bread. And never you never had bread before, but it becomes pop, uh, possible. So for a government, it makes sense. For an entity who's in charge of people, it makes sense. And then often the, the the countries that colonized us were, were also Christian. So as Christians, it's their mission to spread their their belief. Mm-hmm. So I think colonization has been important for people who, who do it spiritually, for their uh, spiritual fulfillment, and for others who need resources. So it makes sense for our country to keep us because it's making money out of us. Hmm. Yeah, I'm not sure how to respond. That's a really interesting. Uh, it's a really interesting answer. That's not something that uh, that I was expecting. Um, coming back to to Nunami. So right now it's on Kickstarter um, for the next. Is it a week for now? About yes. And uh, if it's funded, then great. If it's not funded, then I'll still find a way to bring it out. Oh, okay. I'm excited because I personally backed it, so I, I hope to see it out. <laughs> oh, me too. I really hope that I get to enjoy it with other people. My favorite part of the Kickstarter is the highest pledge level. Uh, can you talk a little bit about why you thought a visit to Ivujivik would uh, would entice some people to support the game? I thought um, bringing some people to Ivujivik was going to be a good idea because... Uh, for people who have the amount to spend, uh, could see why the game is designed the way it is. Not only that, I think the people who arrive here, they enjoy it. And I, I was hoping to be able to uh, to show Ivo Yuvik. It's, it's a very nice community uh, that just happens to be right where animals pass through. So we have hundreds of thousands of mers. They're little like penguins okay. that fly. They're not penguins, but they're they, they look like penguins. Not only that, um, belugas pass through caribous, and there's many places to explore. And it just happens to be a place where you can do hiking, mountain biking, and all kinds of things. Not only that, there's some very interesting things we can find. 
in our community, you can see shells that are 600 million years, sorry, not 600, 60 million years old. Wow. Yeah, they're, they're right here, and I, I grew up picking them up. They're accessible. And a friend of mine and I, we started looking at fossils, walking around, and in my office, I'm looking at two right now, we have access to these fossils. I found a, a crater, and I had it confirmed that it's a crater. We believe it must have been the, during the time of a glacier, when there was glacier, a rock fell and it used the the snow on the ice as cushion, but still hit the rock. So there, there's a big hole with cracks in a circular fashion. And um, anyway, not only that, there's a place, one of few uh, in Nunavik, where shamans used to gather. So you have we have these large rocks that I don't know how they lift them, but they did where they used to sit together and compete. So we have all these to see in Iwiyevik. So whoever is able to see them, they're very fortunate. And I am fortunate to have access to them. I don't know what to say after that. There's so many interesting parts. Yeah, Nunavik is actually very interesting. We, we just did not know. We're starting to learn. The oldest rocks are found in Nunavik near Inutjuk. So there's a lot of history, lots of, lots of things to see here. Well, I mean, I hope someone takes you up on the pledge and actually goes up there to, to discover all this stuff. Or not to discover, but at least to experience it with you. Yeah, I agree. I hope so. Um, if they don't, it's okay. We we still have people coming here and exploring. And uh, I think uh, working here at the school, I hope to show our students all these as well. I think just to finish off, uh, so hopefully Nunami gets funded if it does, what's next? Are you planning a new game? Are you planning a different project? Well, Nunami, the next step is um, to work with my mother and my daughter. My mother is an artist. She, she's quite good at uh, printmaking. So she agreed to make some artwork for the next uh, expansion. And my daughter as well. She's she's also very good. Um, she, she does a dig- digital drawing. So... Um, I already have themes and uh, characters in on paper, but uh, we need to make illustrations. So that's the next step. And after that, I just want to finish my cartoon, my TV show. So I think that would be my next focus. But I've, I, I told my wife that I have a very interesting project in mind for next year. She, she told <laughs> me not this year because we're already full, but next year. Okay, well, I'll uh, I'll follow up and see, and hopefully we get in touch to see what that new project is. I think that's it for me, unless there's anything else you want to add, Masi. I think that's uh, that's good. Uh, it was fun uh, talking with you. That's it for this episode of 360 North. As always, I'd love to get your feedback. And to do that, you can send me an email or also leave a rating and review. And while you're there, you can subscribe in iTunes or wherever else you get your podcasts. Music for 360 North was written by Simon Leger, and the sound is courtesy of JP and Pop-Up Podcasting. And if you like the show and want to see it grow, then you can also check out our Patreon page. Of course, links to all of that are going to be in the show notes. With that, see you in a couple weeks.